Me and Sari, we have a relationship. I love her so bad, but she treats me like shit. No spotted dick for you tonight. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Hey, Siri. <laughs> no crumpets for you. Set an alarm for five minutes. The alarm is set for 1454. Don't even know what that means. I mean, dude, 1454, this whole... Dude, is your Siri on military time? No, no I got no. I got Paisa Siri. Yeah. Oh, nice. So, yeah. She's, she's like, she's like uh, a que horas way? You know, like, a que horas way? I'll set it for five minutes, okay? Uh, sure, just, just fine. Oh, man. All right, so wiggle, wiggle time, right? Um, yeah, we've been wiggling. Are you kidding what me? The fuck happened to, what the fuck happened to Terror Squad? You're asking what happened to Terror Squad? Yeah. What, hap what happened to Cuban Link specifically? That's who I'm, I'm very curious about. I'm sitting here talking to Rob. Rob looks like he could have been... A member, uh, with with the the goatee, the pretty white stoked. Shirt, we got a guest today. That's cool. The, and the chain. Oh yeah, Rob. He'll be introduced later. Uh, but he's. It just reminds me of Terror Squad, and I'm like, what the fuck happened to Cuban Link? All right. So Rob. if you don't know what Terror Squad is, they're the guys who had like big pun. The guy was like 600 pounds. He did the not a player song. Not a wanna be a player no more. Right. That shit was terrible dope. impression. Uh, well, you know what? I'm not Joe, okay? I'm just a yeah. guy who knows the song and sung it a little bit. You're not Joe, Fat Joe, or Big Pun. I am zero Joe. Yeah, I got nothing. But uh, you know what? I guess you could call me the Cuban link of uh, of the Terror Squad because I got nothing. <laughs> I'm not Joe. I'm not Big Pun. I'm not anybody. So, yeah, Cuban link was the guy who actually accompanied Terror Squad. And he does remarkably look a little bit like, yeah. If you called our guest today and you were like, if he introduced himself as Cuban link, it would have been like, okay, that makes sense. You know, like, yeah, yeah. And then, and then he's also building off of the whole Raekwon, like, built for Cuban Link. So, like, you know, it's it's a really popular album title. Cuban Link is a very popular form of jewelry. And he just kind of, like, rode that. And it just seems like the perfect wave and for him to crash all of a sudden. Like, what happened? Just, he disappeared like glow wrestling in the 80s. Oh, that's that's tough. Wow, yeah, I mean, like glow Dude, wrestling. I was I was watching this shit every week, and everyone loved it. And then all of a sudden, it's gone. And then when I watched the glow, um, the series on Netflix. Uh, oh no, I'm sorry, it was a documentary on Hulu. Actually, I realized. Do you know what happened? Why glow ended? I'm assuming it was because of lack of interest. No, everybody loved it. Every, I loved it. I was watching every after Saturday morning cartoons. You're watching women half naked fight each other. Like, come on, man, who's not doing that as a freaky? Uh, but so, apparently, the dude uh, who organized it, who was like the Vince McMahon of Glow, was banging the chicks, and his wife huh. was like, his wife was like, "Look, I know what's going on, and you have a choice right now: either you end this show, or I'm gonna file for divorce, take half, take half of everything you have." What a vindictive lady, dude! Like, and, I, she yeah. deprived everybody of glow. Dude, literally the next week, it just wasn't on. There was no uh, disclaimer. It was like fucking kung fu cinema instead of, uh, you know, they used to play kung fu movies on like Saturdays and Sunday mornings and shit. Early uh, I'm going to go, th go this far. Pretty short-sighted on his part because he could have been like, fine, take half, you know, but half before I make a mint with this glow thing. You know what I mean? Be like, go ahead, take it, fine. Because you know what? I'm about to make a fortune with Glow. Like, if wrestling and the absolute popularity of wrestling has taught anybody anything, is that wrestling is good and popular. 
I mean, it, it was it was around the time of the the Hogan era and all that stuff, so wrestling was really popular. And he definitely probably could have cashed in. I, yeah, he could I, have I, had a, a female I don't, I don't wrestling know, dynasty. I don't know if he could have cashed in the way Vince McMahon did, but he definitely could have uh, wrote it out. But when you're, you know, man, when you live in a in a nice house and a pool and shit like that, and you oh, realize, and that is too bad. Yeah, I, I'll let you finish the thought. Go ahead, go ahead, finish it. What do no, you got? I respect the rule of the Wiggles. I will not. Be I am. I appreciate that. That was a test, and you passed. It will become a dream or a nightmare later, and then we'll talk about it on another episode. I like that. I like that. You, you. That was a test, and you passed. I've, and it's happened to you too many times where you're like mid-thought, and you're like, ooh! <laughs> Welcome back to Cabin Fever. I'm Tony G. Essential, the essential one. Essentialist Rex is with us in the house. Yeah, Essentialist Rex. That's what I'm calling you now. Is that my name? Essentialist Rex. I kind of like it. Oh, I'm going to give you a new nickname every single time. Shout out to Stevie. You know what? Stevie is my cousin, and that kind of brings me up to my particular point before we even bring in our guest, who is going to weigh in on our point, obviously. Uh, I am lonely as fuck. Like, and, and I'm not saying that because, like, I have a family. Uh, I love them very much. I love my wife. I love my kids. Uh, my, my wife just took off to go see, you know, her, uh, her, her mom. You know, just to, to you know, hang out on her lawn, and, hang, and she's gonna stay the night. Um, and honestly, I never realized how lonely I was until my wife left. Like, and I'm like, and it's not just her because I, I started calling people, like my 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 brother. I started I called another. Like he didn't answer. I called another brother. I called Wait, my mom. Which, which brother did you call first? That's important. No, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say uh, that. You dirty little bitch. You can't yeah. dodge the questions, man. No, because I'm not going to give that answer. I called Jack first. How's that? Well, either way, nobody answered. And I just remember thinking, like, when I could see these people, I never went to go see them. And now that I can't, I'm like, dude, this sucks. You know, and I'm trying to stay, you know, stay away from the whole thing. And, like, my parents are really – I miss my parents most of all. I will say that. Because, like, they – you could choose to be like, hey, I'm going to see my parents. And your parents would be like, hey, you know what? Why don't you come over? We'll hang out, respect our distance or whatever. But, you know, I want you to see us. And my parents are kind of like, they're they're staunch. No, 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 no. Don't just stay home. We'll see you on Zoom. We love you. You know, and it's like they don't want to get sick, you know, and. Hold on. Hold on. I, let, me, let me lighten the mood real quick. Have you ever walked in on your parents? Yeah, how in the blue fuck is that going to lighten the mood? Well, not for now, not maybe not for you, but for everyone else. <laughs> almost. What does almost mean? Like he wasn't finished? He was finishing? I was like walking. I guess I got in late. They were, they didn't think I was coming home. My dad showed, like, I just see an arm close the door like this. Quack, and I'm like, I'm leaving. I'm, I'm, I'm going back out. I'm going to go back out now. Like I'm leaving. So, so I missed that. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. And what what I'm saying is I think that a lot of people and I'm lucky, let's be fair. I have a family, got my kids, you know, I shouldn't necessarily be lonely, but I'm just lonely for the people like that I took for granted, maybe perhaps. You know, and I feel like a little bummed about that. And I know like talking to you is always fun. You know, I think you're kind of a nice breath of fresh air every time we do the show, because honestly, because I have a bunch to say because I can't say it to my kids. 
And my wife, uh, she's busy. She's not really listening because she's got a lot going on. She's trying to figure out how to integrate a school in the time of COVID-19. Now, and not integrate in a weird, I mean, get them back into the school, you know? And, and there's a lot for her going on, and I can't necessarily talk to her like that, you know? So, like, it's – and it's nice to, to, to talk to somebody, you know? And, I, I like I said, I am lucky. I think my loneliness is superficial just because she kind of took off. You know, and, and I'm just feeling like sorry for myself, perhaps. But then it got me thinking about people who actually are lonely. So, and, and I know that sounds like fucked up and everything. I know we, we, we try and keep it light, but that's just an aspect of this. Like we call it cabin fever for a reason. I've been locked up inside this house for a while. I still got my kids, but they're driving me bananas. And I can tell you what happened today, but I, honestly, I don't got that kind of time. Uh, what I am saying is that, you know, you know, what? Like, I got a family. I got a wife. She's great. You know, when she does, when we do get to talk, it's not that lonely. It's great. Uh, I got two kids. One of them's awesome. The other one, he spells good. Uh, he can spell. That's great. Uh, the, uh, I thought you said smells good at first. No. <laughs> I was like, that's his, that's his desirable trait. Well, you know what? He, do, he doesn't actually smell good. He spells really well. He can spell things like chrysanthemum and like all that kind of stuff. Uh, but either way, uh, I just wanted to vent that. I think I had no real point for that shit right about now. I just wanted to say something. And, uh, yeah, that's, that'll lead us to our opening guest. Or for, was it, well, if we can ever find the lost episodes, it'll be our third guest. But, uh, just like me, this man is non-essential. And I don't mean that as he's not essential human being. I'm saying that he was, his job is deemed non-essential. And he's been, uh, he's been at home or has he, uh, yeah. This man is a connoisseur of the cannabis products, and he is also a, uh, he's actually quite a fun guy to hang around with. Two time, uh, fantasy football champion. You know, like, uh, Wait, back, back to back? No, not back to back. Not back to back. It's a tough season. It's a tough fantasy football. I mean, I don't want to get too deep into that because, you know, we yeah, have, we got a lot more to talk about. But two time fantasy football champion, uh, 94th Street League. Uh, please welcome to the show uh, my main man, Rob Castro. Rob Castro, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Ah, thanks for thanks for being here. Uh, so, not essential. Uh, we've had we've had essential guys on. The last two guys we had on were essential, and then we essentially lost the episodes. So you can technically be the first ever guest we have, or maybe the third. So you are either the first or the third. Either way, thank you for being on the show, and uh, you are the first non-essential person we've had on so why don't you talk about that talk a little bit about uh day of the life what's going on how are you doing and how are you coping with this whole thing uh first of all um let me thank you gentlemen for having me on your show i appreciate the invite and uh, uh i appreciate the professionalism um so my role um i am an operations manager for uh we do we specialize in printing. We print on shoes. We print on Converse and Vans. Um, it used to be uh, a retail store uh, on the Venice Beach Boardwalk. The guy sold the store, uh, bought a warehouse uh, right north of downtown. So now it's like strictly wholesale and online. But we've kind of tapped another segment of uh, that industry, and now we kind of do a lot of promotional shit. So... Uh, we fuck with like third party promotional companies that, that like, you know, have relationships with big, uh, you know, companies such as Yahoo, Uber Eats, you know, you name it. And, um, you know, these, you know, big companies, uh, have a budget, uh, for a gift 
you know, to give, you know, 500 people. So they'll reach out to their, you know, third party marketing company and, you know, they give them those details and the marketing company will say, Hey, well, I have a vendor in LA who prints on Converse and Vans and we can print your logo on them. And, you know, they'll run, if you're trying to get a hundred pairs, it'll be like 70 bucks a pair or something. So we do a lot of promotional stuff. We do on-site events. Uh, we also run a couple of web stores. We run, um, uh, we run, uh, Joe Budden's bro, podcast. Bro hold, bro, hold on. Yes, sir. What's the weirdest shit you print? Um, weirdest print? Well, we run a web store for this. I think she's a musician. Um, I don't know what the fuck kind of music she does, but her name's Otep or the band name Otep and they fucking like, like pro homo. I mean, I don't give a fuck. Like, you know, whatever. Like, but their, their designs are fucking bugged out, bro. Like we, like they have like these pro homo shirts and like they have like these buff ass bitches, bro. Like just like in like these awkward compromising positions. That's some, it's some weird shit, man. So that's well, like, wait, wait, wait. You, you gotta describe these pro homo shirts. Some of them, some of them have like the pro homo tags on them. Some of them have like designs that say pro homo. That, that, that's a tag that just says pro homo. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think that's their tag. Pro homo. I mm-hmm. thought you were just being kind of a uh, yeah. That's you just got yeah, kind of being like, Let me let, let me let him play the sub group. <laughs> nah, so that's one of the web stores we run, and so like yeah, her designs are a little out there. Uh, we run uh, Joe Budden's podcast web store. So all the merch that you know nice. Joe Budden gets done, like we do it for his tours as well. We also run a DJ Premier's web store. So if you go to oh. Premier. PremiereWasHere.com. You see all the gear on there. Like we print it, ship it, and you know fulfill all that stuff. So, um, nice. yeah, man. So I'm a non-essential because I mean this shit's not essential. You don't need this shit to survive. You know what I'm saying? Um, but uh, we haven't stopped working. Um, you know, here in California, we got locked down on March 17th or 18th, I think. And uh, that following week, I think we were short, like on a couple days. Um, and then we let half our staff go. And then it was just me and like three guys under me and shit. Um, and so for a while, it was just us four. And, uh, there was still, you know, since people were home, they had a lot more time to, you know, shop online and stuff. And so uh, we also have like an Etsy store and we have a lot of, a lot of avenues that, you know, uh, give us business and shit. So, um, we just kept grinding, bro. And, um, you know, the the first couple of weeks, it was, it wasn't scary. It was just different. You know, we're in, uh, in our warehouse, we're all wearing masks and stuff, and in the print room, wearing masks and you know all that shit. And um, so you have the unique experience of going out but not being essential, so you don't deal with the public. Um, I'm technically essential, so I deal with the public every day. So I can't feel alone, even if I want to, because I see so many people I don't even want to see on top of the people I do want to see. You know what I mean? So it's like overload. You're leaving your house pretty much and going to just another house and then coming back. So do you still feel lonely even though you're out in the world? You get to, like, honk at people on the freeway or whatever, you know what I mean? You're still seeing people. You're not quite as alone as the people that are trapped inside their – trapped, quote, unquote, inside the house. I think there's – yeah, you could definitely say there's a sense of loneliness. Um we uh our location is is in like an industrial yard so we share there's like four other no three other spots that you know share the yard with us there's like a across from us they make candles i think in the corner there's a it's like a movie studio are you like, are you like off alhambra or something we're not we're off san fernando road like right north of downtown like what, in what, what, what that is. off the two off the two and like san fernando road off the five and like riverside around there Ooh, yeah uh yeah like right like near like right on the other side of the, uh, the Dodger Stadium. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, right there. Um, so we share the yard with a candle company, um, a, like a movie studio, and then these <clears throat> the guys next to us produce like props for movies. So there was always there was always traffic coming in and out of the um, the yard. You know, there was people. There's other three other businesses aside from ours that were being serviced. So in those days, uh, two of the businesses completely shut down. So like half the traffic was gone, and then the guys next to us were still going, and they slowly trickled down and like closed so it would be just us and that was kind of weird you know when you come into the yard and you see it you know you see the parking lot just full and then you know you pull up and you're the first car and you're the last car to leave you know um i i no bullshit like i'd come in open up the the big like gate let the car in wait for my guys to come in and then we'd fucking close the gate because we were just like fuck that we don't know you know we don't know what's up and we're still working and you know whatever so um going out you know driving like um we have you know, a supplier. That's, that's almost some Walking Dead shit, right? But yeah, dude. Honestly, it really yeah. does feel like a lot, like a last man on earth. I can it's, assume it's, exactly, like, yeah, like, exactly. yeah, it's an airy feeling. And I was just gonna say, uh, we have a supplier in downtown who uh, we have a wholesale contract with who gets his Converse. Um, and uh, we'd, uh, I'd go down there. You know, I went down there a couple times in those first in that first month. And his spot is like right on the corner of Olympic and Maple, so like right, right next to the alleys. And bro, like, it was fucking dead. You couldn't see anyone down there, bro. And like, to think that area is so you know concentrated. There's so many fucking people. Like, yeah. to see no one out there, bro. Not even a crackhead out there, dog. Like, yo, it was, it was, it was eerie, man. So, um, I could, I, I, yeah, loneliness, somewhat, yeah. You know, you're used to uh, everyday life, and all of a sudden, there's like a, a light switch, and bro, yeah, you feel like a like a bee without a hive, almost. Yeah. You know? Let me let me ask you the the real question that's burning on my mind. It seems like everyone in that yard is kind of working in the same general business. You ever question what the fuck that candle making place is doing? <laughs> Yo, some uh, mafia I, shit. I, maybe man, some Armenians yeah, right? own it. So oh, 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 oh yeah, yeah, on that side of town, yeah, 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 yeah. Some Armenians own it, and I see I see these uh the the a uh, couple bobtails pull in and out every morning and shit, and they come back like when you know I'm leaving, so. Who knows that that candles. many candles, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. we got a lot of candles. Pallets of candles. candles. He's selling that, pallets of candles. <laughs> that's the kind of wax they're fucking with. You, you ever look at a place, you walk by it, you're like, uh, this happens a lot in Los Angeles. I don't know how much it happens in, in San Antonio, but you walk by a place in an expensive neighborhood and you look at it and you're like, that store is way too like unpopular in order to be here. Like that's obviously a drug front. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. Like, like that. Like, drug money is going in and out of that paintball store because they don't have anything. You know, like there's nothing there. It's like yeah. basically, yeah, and, and, you know, any any vegan restaurant in San Antonio. <laughs> <laughs> there's like three. Yeah, I look at that all the time. I'm like, no way, no way. That was like, a fit. Yeah, that doesn't uh, belong. That's a potpourri store. Right, you know, let, like, let, let, let me ask you guys like another kind of question about alone because the word alone. I feel it has a negative connotation, but you know, I'm walking around alone in my house. I ain't wearing no goddamn pants. You know what I'm saying? I feel good being alone right now. Uh, alone is not necessarily a negative connotation. I wanted to just express that. And I want both of you guys to tell me how being alone is good for you. I could tell you how that is, but well, well, I'll, I'll go first. It's fine. All right. I'll go first. You yeah, sound like... very eager, even though you're alone. Well, the, well, I get what you're saying. I think it's more about being lonely. There's, there's two differences there. Well, alone was, you know? was the top. 
Well, alone is, I've always been okay with being alone. Like, uh, I don't ever like really, that doesn't, it's never really bothered me. You know, I could go places by myself. I've been like many places. I've done a lot of things and a lot of the things I've done, I've done by myself. Like I've gone you to Europe. You played whole baseball games in the backyard by yourself when you were like. Exactly. 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 Me and your brothers would watch it through the window. It was amazing. And honestly, guess what? How could you pitch, catch, and hit? Big winner right here. Because <laughs> I got because I'm fast. That's why. I think I remember him Five calling tools. shot and hitting the hard Five tool player, dude. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's my point. I've always been comfortable with being alone. Being lonely is different, you know. Uh, and it's it is good to be able to be alone by yourself and not freak out, you know. Like uh, I remember going to Europe one year with like, and I it was just going to be me, and I was going with a group of people. Right. And a bunch of strangers you meet there and you go kind of do a tour. They're all around your age and you party and have fun. And I was like, I don't want to do this by myself. So I, I invited a cousin of mine and brought him in and he didn't like, and he had a great time. We all had a great time, but I just remember thinking like, I didn't necessarily need to invite the dude. Like I, I'm glad I did cause he had a great time and it really changed his life. And, but I remember thinking like, I could have done this by myself, you know, like, and like, I think we as a people kind of don't, as we don't really, we, there's a connotation about being by yourself. That's bad, but it's not a terrible thing to have happened. Like, just uh, yeah, I agree. I don't think it's terrible. And I also agree with both of you that I don't think it's necessary. There should be a negative connotation attached to it. Um, a lot can come a lot can develop a lot can you you know be stirred up like being alone makes you um dig deep within i think to figure not not figure but like to utilize yourself as best as possible um uh i think your mind wanders a little bit and not in a bad way either like you know you kind of start to think about things um what you know ideas maybe that's a stoner in me too but um you know i i think uh thinking that right now yeah right (laughs) um i would also like to say that like growing up man i hated being alone um the reason i had parties at my house all the time when i was young is i didn't want to be by myself i don't don't want to sit with my own thoughts i'd get bored or i'm just like irritated or like being alone to me is a negative thing when i was younger but as you get older you appreciate those moments you get with yourself. And uh, I don't think you can appreciate those when you're younger. Can you, Tony? Because you seem like... I don't think so. I don't think so. But you seem a lot more, like, cool with the concept of being with yourself and with your thoughts a lot younger on than I ever was. Yeah, well, uh, that's kind of how I was. When I I was a kid, I had three older brothers, and all of them had friends. I remember one of my brothers, John, Used to uh, used to make fun of me because I didn't have any friends. Like they also look nothing like you, so you're the trash can baby. I guess so. By the way, I was a dumpster baby. Yeah, uh, sure. Either way, they had like they had like friends. They come over and sleep, you know, slumber parties, crap like that. You know, or sleepovers. To, like you know, I think girls have slumber parties, right? Remember when I hit? Remember when I hit uh, Rick with the Zenith? Now remember that you hit him with a remote control that said Zenith on it. That was a thing. <laughs> uh, but, but what I'm saying is I've always, I think it, it wasn't something, it wasn't a preference. Like I actually see it in my younger son right now. Like he has friends. He's actually pretty popular at his school. He's like really like 
he's charismatic. He's got a good attitude. Like, and he has friends, but he doesn't like, like care about them. If that makes like, he cares about them, but I'm sure he like, he does like, I need to have this kid over and hang out at my house and we have to be together all the time. Like he doesn't care. Either way, I don't, I feel like I'm just spilling this thing about my kid. I'm just trying to finish this thought here. He's a good kid and doesn't give a shit about his friends. I didn't have very many friends when I was a kid and I was okay with being alone. I had friends, but not like as much as like my brothers did. Like I actually, in my life now, like, you know, present company excluded, obviously, I have like three like really good friends. Like everybody else, are they're any friendly. Them, are cool any of them from your formative years? Yes, all three of them are. Oh, cool. Good. You know, and, and like, what you mean? What well, that's the thing. All your friends are from your formative years, right? My, right. my, my core is all, yeah, all. Yeah. And, and, and I'm sure Rob can agree, right? All your friends are from when you were younger. Yes. Yeah. So like, it's, that's a thing, but you know, those are your, those are the people you came up with. But there's, dude, there's a whole group of people on this planet who just didn't like themselves or whatever when they were younger or whatever. And they disconnect from that whole part of their life. And all their friends are whoever they met at work and through their wife. You know what I mean? It's like they, they don't have a lot of people. We are very lucky as a group to have the friends we have and to have as many of the friends we have as we have from such a young part in our life. And it's a good foundation. People, you go talk to other people, man. Their their friends start at 25. Well, I mean, if they you don't really, want to go to their high school reunion, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, well, well, not not everybody's that lucky, you know. Like, I don't want to go to my high school reunion because all the people I gave a damn about, I still see. I get you, but the point is that we are not alone. Okay, Michael. And on that note, Jacko. <laughs> yeah, we are alone. We are alone. Apparently, you are alone. You got COVID. All right. So on that note, speaking of being alone, when's the last time you touched yourself good? And by that, I mean fully nude, in the house, no one's coming home, straight jerk. Uh, March 7th, March 15th. <laughs> you knew the date. Well, Rob, we went, it's on you. We went in on the 17th. You, you don't have to explain it. You knew the date. Ago. That's good enough. That's good enough. A couple days ago. A couple days ago, you lucky. Real time. For me, Real time. Right what, the, what, what the young people say, no cap. No cap? Is that what they're saying? That's what they say, bro. I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> it's going to be about five minutes from now for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so maybe I shouldn't feel so bummed out about being lonely. Like, hey, you know, pretty you awesome things about it. your own reality. Hey, oh, wow. Very philosophical. You're basically, that's a red pill, blue pill shit right there. <laughs> just, from, it's just called a jerk pill. From Metacentral Rex. <laughs> Uh, I hate that name. Uh, well, it's it makes me be... sound like I have baby arms and I can't touch myself. <laughs> wow, that, that actually does all come together now, doesn't it? Ah, well, this has been Cabin Fever, and if you're feeling alone, you know what? You are not alone. You are part of this beautiful human race, and understand that. Like, just you know what? Go outside, take a look around, keep a mask on, and then just wave at somebody. If they wave back, you will know you are not alone. Also, when you're alone, touch yourself. <laughs>